You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, and welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and my co-host is my trusty service dog, Whistle. Whistle and I are thrilled to have as our special guest today, actress and animal welfare advocate, Allie McGraw. And Allie is one of our favorite neighbors here in Santa Fe, and she's stopping by to visit with us in honor of National Assistance Dog Week. And as many of you know, Allie is an animal welfare advocate, and she's also a big supporter of Assistance Dogs of the West. And today, Allie's going to visit with us about Assistance Dogs of the West and their children's book series. And she's even going to share some of those stories with us. So you'll want to come right back after these quick messages from our sponsors as we welcome Allie McGraw. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash work, W-O-R-K, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code WORKING, W-O-R-K-I-N-G, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Whistle and I would like to welcome our guest today, Allie McGraw. Hello, Allie, and welcome. Thank you so Thank much for you. taking a few moments to be with us. Oh, well, I love what you guys are doing, and, and I am so excited that I get to share these books, these wonderful Nito and Chloe books, hopefully with a lot of kids who will then get educated about assistance dogs of the West and how wonderful animals are. 
Yeah, well, that's the whole purpose, right? Right. Well, tell us about Assistance Dogs of the West and these, this children's book series. Well, first of all, I, I have to start by saying that I'm passionate about animals. And, of course, I've had them all my life, just pet pets, you know. But I was unprepared for the astonishing uh, education that I've gotten over these years of living in Santa Fe as to just how brilliant and helpful and life-saving and mood-changing the very specifically trained assistance dogs of the West are. Many of them are Labradors and the like, not all. And this is an, an organization that I think is, I think it's 15 years old. I'd be embarrassed if I have the facts wrong. But if you live in Santa Fe, you'll see these dogs and want to take, of course, each of them home. But they're practicing, so to speak, with the children who are guided to train them to help every imaginable sort of um, need from a specific human being who will eventually be given that dog trained to do such things as open the door, pick up the paper, get the keys, pick up the telephone, depending upon what the needs of the, uh, of the new owner are. Everything from, from seizure warning to making life just easier in maneuvering a wheelchair in different places and needing certain things. They're absolutely brilliant. And the people, Jill and, and her gang, who are doing this program um, have recruited very specifically young people and taught them how to train the dogs. And if you want to go to the most moving event of the year in Santa Fe, it has to be the day the dogs graduate and these young people give the dog over to the person lucky enough to be spending her life or his life with this trained animal. And so I've been an observer. You know, I see them all the time because it just happens that geographically I'm in the spots where the dogs are. And I have just the most enormous respect for what this represents in terms of hope and a fully lived life and a best friend with no mood swings, with nothing but high intelligence and love in its heart, which is, of course, the ultimate healing experience. They're miraculous. I don't think I've ever heard anybody nail it as well as you just did. As a woman with a disability that's been paired with a service dog for, gosh, almost 20 years now, you just really articulated exactly what it is. It's a best friend. It's, wow, here's your life back. It's, it's just such an incredible, incredible relationship that it's so hard to define that. Well, I think it's at the risk of sounding a little bit... Uh, vague, I think there's just a staggering amount of love and healing that it's about. And I have just two very non-assistance creatures living with me, and I know how I feel about them, and I know the trust and unconditional love and intelligence I feel. So in observing these highly trained, but with love, creatures, I know, listen, it's, for me, I will never be without animals, ever, ever, ever. Because the dimension they add to my my heart and also my anxieties and maybe sometimes fears and, and sadness or whatever, like every human being, it, they just vanish when I look in the face of my dog or cat. And having watched those assistance dogs, 
who are always somehow smiling and wagging. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just I assume the day is going to bring something absolutely fabulous, and would you like to stay and watch? And if you wouldn't like to watch, that doesn't matter because their primary allegiance is to their owner best friend, and it's, it fills my heart so much. And I love that, you know, that this book, which Judith Newton wrote as one with divine illustrations by Sue Blackburn of a golden retriever assistance dog with a wonderful little red suit on, and now there are three, and I've given them to heaven knows how many children, because I think it's really important for children already to understand the enormous possibilities there are, not only for animals, but for quality of life that includes humans and animals. The hope and and wonder of this whole possibility, I, I think, is tremendously important to have in our hearts from the very beginning so that yeah. we don't go into black fear and sadness automatically without thinking, I've got an idea. I bet I could, I bet an animal would help. And if it's very specific, you say, I bet an assistance dog would really make a difference in my life. And you see it when you see these kids. The kids are so moving. And some of them perhaps didn't come to the event passionate animal lovers or, you know, even disciplined enough to do the things they're asked to do, like sit with the animal or suggest over and over again that it learn a certain thing. But you see the, the love and respect. And sometimes these kids have not seen a lot of that in their so-called real life. So it's the dogs are teaching the children and the children are training the dogs, and it's it's really incandescent, I think. It is, and I love assistance dogs of the West. I share your love for them, oh. and but I'm so impressed by their the children's programs that you're talking about because I've talked with people all over the country and even the world, but I've never seen as innovative programming of engaging all different types of children, children yeah. who are at risk, but also what I really love is how they have children with disabilities yeah. that are part of their training program, and I just think it's so innovative the work that they're doing and like you said it has an impact at every point of the program from the children that are training the dogs to the the lucky recipient who gets this wonderful animal it just touches everybody's life in such a positive way and changes it you know it's i don't think it would be possible to be a child who had had that experience and perhaps had every reason to feel cynical and fearful about what life had to offer and having had that experience and that partnering, I would imagine that they are forever facing the light in a certain way, do you know? Because they've seen what love and hope and and co-creating can, can mean rather than... You know, when, when, when I watch graduation, which I, I either watch it or get to feed one of them a steak if he does something really well. <laughs> but what I also love is, is Jill has made absolutely sure that every single child gets thanked. And I, and I sometimes look at these kids and I think, I wonder if anybody's ever told you before how wonderful it is what yeah. you've just done. Yeah. Because, because I, have, I just cry through the whole thing because oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so much about love and hope. That's it. And how that child has changed the life of someone with a disability forever. Yes, and we'll forever look at the world differently. I think with compassion and gratitude 
and maybe even the dreams of being a more contributing member of society later on down the line. You yeah, know? absolutely. Once, you, once you've really made a difference, it's hard to go back to being just, you know, totally self-involved. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I think there are other programs around the country. I have friends in various states who do programs about which I don't know as much. But I think the overall reality is that animals have so much to teach us. They have so much behavior. After all, the only animal on the planet that has wrecked the planet is man. Every other animal has existed in kind of a preordained harmony and sanity. I mean, an animal wouldn't poison the fish and the sea turtles. And, I know, you know it's so true. The more we put our faith and our time and our help into animals, the more sane the world, our world becomes. I agree, and I know I'm still learning so much from my service dogs. I mean, Whistle teaches me so much every day. What breed is Whistle? Whistle is, he looks like a yellow lab, but he's part golden retriever and part Labrador retriever. Oh, how fantastic. Oh, he is. Sweetest dogs in the whole world. Does he sleep on the bed? <laughs> of course. Oh, good. <laughs> of course. This morning I rolled over and I felt a little ear. Oh. <laughs> I was like, hey, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just perfect. I mean, it's so, so, so inspiring and moving. And, and when I see a person with his or her dog, it just lights my day up. I just know yeah. somebody's living sanely. Yeah. Well, and I feel like the luckiest girl in the world because I have my retired service dog, which you met, Allie, some years ago. I don't know if you remember at a Red Cross event. Oh, yes. Yes, I have Morgan. So you have two? I have two. Oh, wow. Do they like each other? You know, at first, it was, it was difficult at first, but mm-hmm. now I have to say that right now, they're both laying here together, and oh. their ears are touching. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I would, you know, the, the relationship is so intimate and so, so yes. special that I could imagine that the retiring one might go, who's this newcomer? She's it was mine. very difficult. He told <laughs> Whistle for a long time that he was a foster dog. <laughs> but, but he finally, he fi- just in the last, I'd say the last six months, he's really come to terms with it as he's aging. But I still let him do some commands for me because when I'm at home and I drop something or I need help, I have to say that Morgan a lot of the times beats Whistle at getting to me. Still. Great. Yeah. <laughs> he must feel very proud. Very proud yeah. like the, how do you say, Eminence Cree. The one that knows everything, kind of, yes. and, and yes. allows the newcomer to practice on his watch. Well, and it's so awesome because his pup, Morgan's puppy raiser, is actually coming to Santa Fe to visit us in a week. So it's oh. so nice. She comes and visits him at least once a year. So and she's where gonna, was he raised? He was, was raised in Michigan. Both of them were raised oh. in Michigan. But and trained was, here by, by assistance dogs? No, they were actually both trained by Paws with a Cause um, that's in Michigan. And Whistle actually was even part of the prison program where he, part of his training happened at a prison in Ohio. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love the brainstorm of that idea. I mean, we've all known forever that when, for example, senior citizens in rather lonely facilities are brought animals and dogs, I think especially little kittens, that there's something actually 
biologically healthier that happens. Yeah. And so I could, you know, there's such a, a mess now in prisons. There's so many people who really shouldn't be together. You know, there's such a chasm between minor offense and something atrocious. And I think it would be very easy to just go into total despair and, and darkness. And to have those dogs in there, it's just like this massive flood of sunlight and hope. I know. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, I do and too. And dogs does it too, don't they? Um, you know, I think so, or at least they're thinking about it. I'm not sure if they're doing it yet, but they're so innovative. If they're not doing it now, I know they will be soon because they yeah. just do so many creative things. I agree. Well, these now I have to ask you a quick, quick question because I bet when we start reading these books, some people are going to want to know where to get them. And yes, as a, yes. So where do you get the Nito books? Actually, people can get them. They can go on to Assistance Dogs of the West website, which is www.assistancedogsofthewest.org, and they can get information about them there. They can get the phone number there to call, and they can order them directly from Assistance Dogs of the West because, as you know, and as our listeners will probably be thrilled to hear, all of the proceeds from these three books goes to Assistance Dogs of the West, which is just so awesome. And then once they get on the website, they're going to be hooked watching the information there and the details of this miraculous program. And the beautiful pictures of the dogs that's on the site. I just love to visit their website. Yeah, me too. Well, we are going to have to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, but we're just loving visiting with Allie McGraw today, and we want you to come right back. So we'll continue visiting with Allie. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code WORK10, W-O-R-K, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. by Mark Winter. Available on iTunes. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, 
a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster. Your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And Whistle and I are visiting today with one of our favorite neighbors, Allie McGraw. And we want to continue talking about Assistance Dogs of the West and their wonderful children's book series. Can we read Nito's tale? Would you be yes. willing to do that for us? Oh, I'd love to. And, and it is dedicated to Jill Salis, who founded the Assistance Dogs. And again, it's written by Judith M. Newton and illustrated by Sue Blackburn. And unfortunately, the radio cheats you of these fantastic little drawings of a very happy, young, golden retriever, certainly, and, and various friends of. But, you know, when you get the book, and I think they're a fantastic Christmas present. I, I've given them to a lot of kids. And I like to have a bunch of them around so that if a child comes into my life, I have a little something special to give them. Me so too. I love that one, too. The first one is called Nito's Tale. And they're done sort of as poetry, and every page is faced by a wonderful illustration. So you've got to get the books to get the full thing. So this is the first book. One morning, a pretty lady came to see us all. But how could she find me if I was so small? When she said, the littlest one is perfect for us, I was really surprised and felt quite grown up. She rubbed my tummy, and I cuddled in her lap. It was the best place ever for a nice, sleepy nap. We drove a long way, and I saw a white house. I was kind of scared and kept quiet as a mouse. The illustration is like a blue Volkswagen with the dog looking out the window. It's just great. There were so many puppies having fun. They chased their tails and loved to run. When I heard the bell jingle, we got into line. No more playing. It was our teaching time. I quickly learned how to come and to stay, to sit quietly in one place, oh, and not to stray. My meals and snacks were yummy to eat. I learned to keep food in my bowl and be neat. My teeth were cleaned. My hair was brushed. Oh, I didn't like that toothbrush very much. I thought it was okay to pee pee on the floor. But no, no, that's what we go outside for. It was time to learn much more because I had been chosen as an assistant dog. My grown-up teachers were nice and smart, but my kid teachers I loved with all my heart. I learned how to pick things up from the floor. 
I learned how to push a wheelchair through a door. I learned never leave my owner's side. I learned to feel a great sense of pride. One day, there was an extra special treat. We were going to walk along a busy street. I saw a school bus filled with girls and boys and trucks and cars making so much noise. I learned to behave in a shopping mall, to walk straight ahead and to sit up tall. To show I was training, I wore a red vest. Everyone could see I was trying my best. On graduation day, I was sure I would cry when to all my friends I said goodbye. But then I realized that I would be the legs for someone who needed me. That's oh, the that's, first book. That's wonderful. Isn't it just wonderful? It and then is. luckily, Judith went on to write another one. Shall I read it? Please. So this one is called Nito Looks Bigger in this one than he does on the illustration of Nito's Tales. So this one is called Nito Meets Chloe, the continuing tale of an assistant dog of the West. Again, illustrated by Sue Blackburn. And this one's a little bit bigger. We got to our home after a very long ride. It was so exciting when we went inside. There's a white cat who lives in the house. She sleeps all day unless chasing a mouse. I came to help Chloe, who cannot walk. But she can giggle and how she can talk. We will work together and also will play. I'll be by her side both night and day. We ate our breakfast, and Mom said to hurry. If we missed the bus, we would be very sorry. Chloe got her books, lunch, and a bone for me. I found my leash as quick as can be. Chloe has many friends, and I'm their friend, too. They don't pat me because I have work to do. When Chloe says down, I lie right by her desk. If she drops something, she says to me, fetch. The doctor said Chloe should learn to swim. I was quite worried when I saw her slide in. Chloe said, wait, and I was really amazed. She splashed so hard, she made a big wave. Every week, Chloe's mom drives to the store. Chloe says, up, push, and that opens the door. People look surprised as I walk down the aisle, buying food, kibbles for me, takes a long while. At the restaurant, everyone had pizza to eat. Chloe said, under, and I snuggled at her feet. The table was so small, and as hard as I tried, there was no place at all for my tail to hide. <laughs> Chloe's dad put us to bed, and we closed our eyes. He said, tomorrow there will be a super surprise. In the morning, we got up without even a whisper, and there was Mom with our brand-new sister. And that is the end of the first meeting of Nico and Chloe. Wow, that was so great. Isn't that so sweet? And you should see these drawings. First of all, just like the service dogs, this dog has a wonderful little red vest that everyone will see. You know, it has the name Assistance Dogs of the West, and it's very elegant and and in Chloe's getting bigger as these books go along and now she's a big fluffy golden retriever I think 
big fat tail and a complete <laughs> smile on her always totally attentive face. She's always looking at her best friend owner and smiling and has her tail up as if to say, okay, what am I meant to do now? That's, <laughs> that's the way it is. So this one is kind of fun. It's called Nito and Chloe Get an Invitation. Again, written by Judith Newton and illustrated by Sue Blackburn. So if you have all these books, it's kind of, and I'll bet you they're going to be more because the stories keep coming. So you have a whole set of lots of different adventures of this magical dog. The envelope came and we started to cheer. Nito had been named Service Dog of the Year. Quote, we read about you in your bright red vest proud to be an assistance dog of the West. So the whole family is cheering, and Nito's jumping around. It was very interesting to hear Chloe explain that we would fly to Washington in a plane. I lay close to Chloe, and everyone said hi. I was already dreaming of clouds in the sky. I had never seen such a fancy hotel before. An elevator took us to the 15th floor. To get lunch, Chloe just picked up the phone. She ordered a hamburger, and I got a bone. Get ready, Chloe and Nito. It's time to start. We're going to visit the National Gallery of Art. There were lots of paintings on every wall (laughs) with pictures of dogs that I liked best of all. One thing we kept begging our parents to do was to take us by metro to the National Zoo. The pandas were eating and as cute as can be. Mom bought toy ones for Chloe, Fiona, and me. President Roosevelt in a wheelchair, Fala at his side. Chloe and I didn't speak. We were so filled with pride. We looked at them and knew that we too make a team. Being in a wheelchair will not stop our dream. This was the day that we'd been waiting for. A limousine took us to the White House door. I trotted next to Chloe down long marble halls. We entered the Rose Garden to lots of applause. The president said, Nito, I'm happy you're here to accept this medal as service dog of the year. I hang it around your neck with much admiration as we honor all service dogs in our great nation. What a lucky dog to have such a wonderful day. Chloe took off my medal and said I could play. It was a round pool, but I didn't dare jump in. Then Bo wagged his tail and we went for a swim. When it came time to say goodbye, Chloe looked sad and said with a sigh, Oh, never again will we have a day like this. That made me sad, too, and I started to sniff. Let's not cry, Nito. We have more work to do, and never forget, you love me, and I love you. And that is the end of the third book. So we want Judith to write some more? I do. Yes, well, she and I have talked about her writing one about Chloe and Nito going to Paris. Perfect. Let's send them all over the world. I mean, yes, absolutely. You know, I think maybe <laughs> that Chloe and Nito should go to Afghanistan and end the war. 
Absolutely. I mean, I think that these, the biggest message in this is kindness and hope and compassion and unconditional love. And what better message is there? I don't think there's anything. Well, one of the things I love so much about it is it shows a little girl and a young woman is in a wheelchair with a disability, and it shows her living life and going yeah. out and doing things. And I just love that because people tend to think of people with disabilities as being at home and being sad. And that's not the case at all, especially when you have a wonderful service dog to open those doors and to give you that freedom. And I just love that. I completely agree. And I think that, you know, that you're doing this program today is hopefully going to, to open some eyes because, you know, this is, it's possible we can all help support these organizations so that they get more and more dogs. And this training is very, very expensive because it's long and thorough and layered. And Assistance Dogs of the West depends in part upon contributions. You know, some are from organizations. Some, I've always thought that even if we just give a dollar, it means that our heart and our intention are in support. And then somehow it makes everything bigger. At least that's how I was brought up. And You know, and I think that's such a great point. And I always tell people, one dollar will make a huge difference. You huge. know, some people say, oh, I can't. I don't have the money. But you know what? Fifty cents, a dollar, it all adds up and really makes a huge impact. Well, look what Greg Mortensen made happen with three cups of tea. That Pennies for Peace was born. Yes. And hundreds of thousands of just pennies went into glass jars in schools all over the country. And the stuff that has happened because of those contributions, lots of it from children who might say, Oh, I've got a penny here. I can, you know, I don't need it. I'll just chuck it in the jar. And so it's really proved once and for all that whatever little amount we give makes a difference. And it makes us connect with each other. I think the, the heart difference is enormous. Absolutely. I mean, no gift is too small, and it and it really does. It makes us feel like we're a part of something, and we are. And you know, we are exactly. Yeah. And yeah. So, absolutely. so my my plea in this one is, you know, for people who live in in New Mexico, Assistance Dogs of the West is certainly, you know, it's our companion dog program that is the most recognizable. But I'm sure there are others all over the country. If there are people listening in different states by chance or later on, to, to just find out where those, those organizations are and give a little support and don't miss their graduation because you'll be committed to them forever. It's so true. That graduation, oh, it's such a wonderful, oh, wonderful. I love it. It's such a gift, that graduation, because just to see all the work and all the dedication from the animals, from the puppy raisers, from the people with disabilities, the recipients, I mean, it's just so wonderful. And the families, I mean, the last one that I went to was at the St. Francis Auditorium. It was packed, huge room. And the recipients and mostly their significant others or family members or whatever were sitting on the stage as one by one these creatures came and found their owner. And the emotion in the room was just so elevating. It makes me cry, but it also makes me cheer. It's just I know. I, I know. I'm sitting here getting news. goosebumps just thinking about it because it so is. People should, just... you know, just keep their eyes peeled to... You know, the local magazines and, and also to the assistance dogs website because when it happens, you've got to go. It'll just blow your mind. 
Yeah. And, you know, and then some of some of the dogs who aren't quite ready are, you know, coming there to watch, and I always see them like little kids uh, in second grade waiting to get to graduation. <laughs> yes, the little so puppies. Adorable. Yes, the little puppies are so cute and, and so mischievous that, still. <laughs> they know that there's something bigger than they quite understand going on, but they're still puppies, and there's just this fabulous energy. And, and you know, it's been going on so long here and growing every year. Yeah. That assistance Dogs is here to stay. Yeah, without a it doubt. really is. And Jill, Felice, and her her gang, which gets bigger every year, are just so to be commended because this this has been an enormous lot of work, building, 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 and um, her dedication and their dedication is really breathtaking. Yeah, Jill and Carolyn just are tireless. Isn't she great? Oh, she's wonderful. Yes, I love when she emcees the the events. I mean, she's she's just got the most divine energy it's huge energy yes she does they're an awesome team i love all of those people and i and i love i love to see these kids they just touch me so deeply well and they love you too Allie. and i could just sit and talk to you all night but i know (laughs) that you're so busy and i can't thank you enough for spending time thank you for thank you for inviting me to say how much i love and respect and admire every aspect of not only the assistance dogs of the west which is my state's special group, but all organizations that make it possible for human beings and animals to coexist so lovingly and so life-changingly together. I think it's, it's one of the great things that goes on. And so to all of them, I, I just say congratulations and thank you. And, you know, and it's been really fun to talk to you, and you're an amazing woman yourself. Thank you so much. Thank you for all that you do for Assistance Dogs of the no, West. No, I just go and cheer. <laughs> oh, well, you are such a kind and gracious neighbor. You really are, because I know you do so many things in Santa Fe and throughout the world. And I well, just you know, really... we all do here. That's one of the reasons I love living here. I hardly know anybody that doesn't <laughs> do as much as they can. Don't you think I'm it's right? True. I've, lived, I've lived a lot of places. I've never seen a community as as forthcoming, you know, in many different areas. But it's the real sense of, the real sense of community is what's going on in Santa Fe. It is. I feel so lucky every day to wake up in Santa Fe because it's, not only is it so beautiful, but you're right, that spiritual connection that we have to our community, to the land, to just so many things here. It's just, it's very, it's awe-inspiring. It really is. And it's really important, especially in this time, because... It's so possible to say, oh, my God, it's so overwhelming. I think I'll just burrow down and hope it goes away. But if everybody does a little tiny something, it changes the whole balance. It does. And so, um, I mean. In such a positive way, it changes doing, it. doing a great, big, enormous thing. But because so many people can participate in varying degrees, whether it's by donation or by saying, could my child be possibly one of the trainers or what do you need or can I raise, you know, there's a way we can all participate and then Absolutely. more puppies Just, and yeah, more lucky that, people. That's right. Even handing out programs at graduation. I mean, it doesn't totally. have to be something that's a long-term commitment. There are totally. lots of different things people can do. And they and can it, just get in touch with assistance dogs and say, you know, I've got this much or I have that kind of time. How's a way that I could fit in? That's and, right. And that community, because when you see them all together, 
it's all about joy. I mean, oh, I'm smiling is. when I think about it. I had the privilege of being with them on Monday when Governor Richardson signed a proclamation declaring it Assistance Dog Week International. Oh, in, wow. Yeah, it was so great. And it was oh. so cute because we went into the governor's office, which is, this, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've been there at that huge table. And the governor comes in the room and he says, where are all the dogs? I thought there were supposed to be dogs here. And Jill and Carolyn said, Governor, there are four dogs under the table. Oh, that's so great. (laughs) And there was one, I was sitting right next to him and Whistle was sitting right next to him. But they were all so wonderful that he didn't even realize they were there. Oh, that's great. (laughs) I started visiting with them and it was so funny because I handed him, I have trading cards that I did for Whistle. Because I meet so many children and things that I love to give them out to kids. And adults, and so Whistle was had one for the governor. Well, the governor dropped it, and Whistle was at my feet, so he automatically picked it up and handed it to me. Oh, did he? It was so funny the look on the governor's face. So I told Whistle to give it to the governor. <laughs> oh, that's great! But of course, well, he did. Yeah. You know, I, I'm. How do you say? I'm a believer. <laughs> that's all I can say. Yeah, I, mean, I know yeah. that they're they're miracle creatures. Yes, they and are. They're having at the time of their life. I mean, this is, I always have the feeling that when I see those dogs, they're, they're saying, God, aren't I lucky? I That's know. I get I to know. do. You know? It's so true. Well, so I, true. I just love that you did this. I love that it's the week that we all get to think about this extraordinary thing that's going on right in our own community and that we can help them. You know? Thank you, Allie. Thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. And thank you because this makes me happy. <laughs> and I'll see you I'll see you around for sure. I hope so. I look forward to it. And my best to your creatures. Thank you, Allie. And Big my best hug to- and an extra bone and, and my yes. Scotty dog who is incredibly unqualified for this job. <laughs> Nonetheless, has such a big piece of my heart that oh, she's sending yes. you a hug, too. Oh, good. Well, I'm sending it back. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll talk to you again, okay? Okay, I look forward to it. Bye, Bye. Allie. Well, I am so sorry that we're out of time, but Whistle and I would like to thank our guest today, Allie McGraw, and our producers for making Working Like Dogs possible on Pet Life Radio. And Allie, we just really appreciate all that you do. And from behalf of Assistance Dogs and Animal Welfare, you do so much for our communities and for animals and we just thank you for that and if you our listeners would like more information about the children's book series or about assistance dogs of the west please go to their website which is www.assistancedogsofthewest.org and if you'd like more information about national assistance dog week please visit our website at www.assistancedogweek.org. And we'd love to hear from you about any festivities or activities that you have planned in honor of National Assistance Dog Week. And you can always reach me and Whistle at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. So thank you so much for being with us today, and we hope you'll come back and join us again. Thanks so much. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.